Hey love, welcome to Roller Set to Mindset, formerly Lessons from Behind My Chair. I, this is a transparent moment for me. I cannot begin to tell you how many takes it took me to say these words. Welcome to Roller Set to Mindset, formerly Lessons from Behind My Chair. Because I just rebranded my podcast. And for the past year or so, I have been saying, hey, love, welcome to another episode of Lessons from Behind My Chair. Those, that title, those words, that saying has been ingrained in me um, twice a week for over 52 plus weeks. And so (laughs) as much as I'd like to say that, you know, I'm on top of things and I understand the assignment, you know, I, man, I'm still having a little, a little uh, nostalgic moment of releasing the title lessons from behind my chair. But it's so funny. Um, Sometimes, like I've said in the past, from past episodes, if you go back and listen to past episodes, you'll see that I have often said that sometimes we have to take our own advice. And after 100 episode episodes, I have learned to take my own advice. And the lesson I have learned is that when it's time to evolve, it is time to evolve. When it's time to lay down what has been serving you and pick up what what is needed, not just to serve you, but to serve other people. And then even deeper than that, to serve others that have been niched down. Then, you, you know, you begin to know that growth has happened. And you have to follow the path of that growth. So that's what this is all about. Um, Rebranding my podcast and adopting and embracing Roller Set to Mindset. And not just the name, not just the podcast name changing, but embracing the audience that I now know that I have been called to serve. And is that that's kind of bittersweet because for three plus decades now, I have been serving clients. I have been serving the women that have sat in my chair and I've gotten to know and love and and created a community, a tribe of clients of women from all different walks of life and women from all different professions. So when God gave me the name roller set to mindset, it, it would not leave me. I tried to, to make it work for maybe um, doing like a series. or I tried to maybe do a mini course. You know, I tried a few things, but God said, no, Roller set to mindset. And so here we are. 
here we are, roller set to mindset, my evolution, my baby, my growth. I am giving birth to something that I feel is going to be my legacy, going to be so grand, going to serve so many women that have served others with such intention, full intentions for so many years. And so my message from here on out, from this day forward, my message is for women in the beauty industry. Because me being a woman from the beauty industry or of the beauty industry for three plus decades, I have learned so much from start. I have learned and come, I've come full circle with what brought me to this industry. And it's very personal. If, if I were to tell my story, let me just put it this way. Back when I was a little girl, Man, I could not have been no more than eight years old, I suppose, where I was assigned, I was the child that my mom told me, you are going to do your niece's hair. My niece, Michelle, and my niece, Carla. I was responsible as a little girl. I was responsible for doing their hair, for braiding their hair, for shampooing their hair for braiding their hair, for styling their hair. And you know what? I resented every minute of it because I was a child myself and I I couldn't understand why I had to do their hair. Why couldn't their mom do their hair? Why couldn't my older sisters do their hair? No, it was baby Angie, little seven, eight-year-old Angie. And that is where it began. At the time, I had no idea that I was being groomed to serve, not only to do women's hair, but to serve them on an emotional level, um, on an inspirational level, because that's what I've done from behind my styling chair all of these years. I think, you know, my clients want to believe that I'm the best hairstylist they've ever come across. I'm the hair doctor. But I think part of their belief, part of that doctoring has nothing to do with their hair. But it has everything to do with my ability over all these years to see them, to serve them, to lift them up, to be a listening ear and to be a voice to them when necessary. And I believe that is my gift. So as much as I resented having to do my niece's hair when I was a child, (laughs) I thank God. I thank my mom. I thank my nieces. I I thank the universe for conspiring all of that to get me where I am today, to be in the position to help transform the lives through mindset of other beauty industry professionals. Because when you think about it, every day we, uh, we use our skill set to serve our clients, whether you are a hairstylist, 
whether you are a a nail technician, whether you are a skin care uh, specialist, whether you are a masseuse, whatever, wherever you fall in that glorious bubble of beauty industry professional, I get you, I see you, I understand you, I am you, and I am here. I'm excited to serve, to now serve you, to make it very clear to you that you deserve not only to pour into your clients, but you deserve to be poured into. And for so many years, at least I know I did, I poured into my clients, but I failed to pour into myself. I failed to refuel myself. So when I turn that key to go into that salon, it's, it's no, I, I make it, it's no more about me, but it's about who sit in my chair. And it doesn't has, it doesn't matter what I went through before I entered those doors, <laughs> before I entered that salon, I knew and still know that my client needs me. And so in spite of what I'm going through on any given day, I leave it at the door. I drop it at the door and I pick up and I call in and I breathe in. I breathe in peace. I breathe in strength. I breathe in courage. I breathe in uh, an attitude of service because you've got to know what the people want and you've got to give the people what they want. So let us continue to do that. Let us continue to serve our clients on a very high level. But remember, as we do that, we've got to carve out time. We've got to carve out a space. We've got to carve out a podcast, roll a set to mindset so that we can be served and serve ourselves. And in doing so, it's twofold. Yes, we're serving ourselves, but we're also making ourselves better to serve our clients. So let's talk a little bit about the importance of understanding why we have to put ourselves on a to-do list daily. Because if we don't, we deplete ourselves. And then we're no good for anyone. We're no good for our clients. We're no good for our family. We're no good for our children. We're no good for our church. We deplete ourselves, and then we get up the next morning and we do it again. (laughs) But I'm here to serve you notice that that has got to stop. We have to look at ourselves the same way we look at our clients. We need to start to learn how to be our own stylists, our own skincare specialists, our own exercise guru. You know, we've got to learn to understand that whatever area of the beauty industry that we are in, We need to give that same attention 
to ourselves. We don't have to give it. We don't have to do ourselves, but we need to find we as a hairstylist, I need to find a hairstylist where I can go sit in her chair and be pampered and be listened to and be encouraged and be inspired. You as a esthetician, you need to find yourself an esthetician where you can be pampered, where you can be poured into, where you can be inspired and watch what that does to you when it's your turn to give it back to others. And another thing I've learned along the way is to not be afraid to grow. You know, so many times and so many times over the years, we have wanted to, as a beauty industry professional, we've wanted to try new things. We've wanted to branch out. We've wanted to change our hair menu. We've wanted to delete some services. We've wanted to add some services, which sometimes cause an increase in price. But we were afraid. We were afraid of what we would stand to lose when we do that. I'm here to tell you, your the, the ability to want to pivot, the ability or desire to want to rebrand, you owe that to yourself. And when you think that no one is going to go along, that your clients will object, that is absolutely false. Every time I made the decision to make a change in my salon, whether it was be a price, whether it had to do with redecorating, whether it had to do with adding services or no longer performing a certain service. There was a little grumbling initially, but in the end, it all worked itself out. It was well received. The clients adjusted. And then some even swing back, swung back around and told me, Angie, I'm glad you don't do that anymore. Or Angie, I'm glad you're doing this a little differently. Angie, I like the way you redecorated your salon. I was getting tired of that same color of that same decor. So never be afraid to go forth for change that, that you feel is going to better you because if it betters you, then it betters everyone that comes in contact with you. Sometimes even in working in the salon, I felt like not only was I servicing them in terms of doing, performing a service, but I also felt like I was ministering to my clients. How many of you can relate to that? I mean, think about the times clients would come in and they would feel so depleted or they had something personal going on concerning their health or concerning a family member or just their lives, feeling that their lives was topsy-turvy. How many times have you had to wear the cap of ministering to your clients? of inspiring them, of encouraging them, of praying with them, of praying for them. Listen, let that be a clue for you. Let that be a, an example for you 
try not to. Yes, this your salon is your business. But the way it is set up, the way we relate to our clients, I've never seen it, especially those uh, clients that you've been servicing over the years. I've never seen where it, it, it never became personal, a personal relationship. And it's, it's a funny thing. Every time I felt down or I felt some kind of way, there was never a time in which my clients didn't know it. And I tried to divert the conversation or I tried to cover it up or brush it off. When you have clients that you've poured into over the years and they recognize that something is off about you, allow them to be there for you. Allow them to console you. Allow them to give you an extra hug. Allow them to give you an encouraging word. When you do that, you open up the door to even a deeper relationship. I think sometimes we think as beauty industry professionals that we are to be the strong one, that we ought to always appear as if we, if we got it together. Well, first of all, we are human. And then second of all, we are our profession. So the days that life is lifing and you're feeling some kind of way, open the door, open your heart, open your spirit to being cared for by the people that you care for on a weekly or bi-weekly basis. If you find yourself working hard, working back to back and your client call and say, hey, I'm on my way. Do you need anything? Can I bring you lunch? Can I bring you something to drink? I know I had a tendency to say, no, that's okay. I'm okay. And many times I wasn't. Many times I needed lunch. Many times I needed something to drink. But my inability to show that I was in need cost me a lot over the years. Don't let that happen to you. Allow your clients to take care of you. Allow them to show that type of appreciation for you. Be willing to receive the same way that you've given to them over the years. Be willing to allow them to give back to you. And this is another thing that I dealt with. I, over the years, throughout the years, I don't know about you guys, but throughout the years, I felt like I can't do this no more. Over the years, I felt like giving up so many times. I call it the, the beauty industry seven-year itch. And that, that seven-year itch can come at any time. It could come in your third year. It could come in your seventh year, your 10th year, your 25th year, your 30th year. There is such a thing as a seven-year itch. And when it comes, I want you to be able to recognize it because so many times we want to throw in the towels. We want to give up because of other thing that's going on. So my advice to you is to allow the itch, recognize the itch. And sometimes you have to scratch that itch 
but also take some time to figure out what's causing you to be uh, having feelings of discontent. Maybe you're working too hard. Maybe you're working too many hours. Maybe you're taking on too many clients. Maybe you're not taking enough breaks in the day. Maybe you're not giving yourself extra activities outside of the salon that that helps to soothe you, that helps you to feel that there's more to, to life, more to your day than just work. So examine where that itch is coming from. And then there are times when you're working, you feel like here I am spending all this time working with women, helping them to look beautiful on the outside. And you are feeling torn up on the inside. And that torn up feeling is beginning to show on your outside. But I want you to remember the fact when you have those days, when you feel like you're not looking your best, I want you to remember who you are. I want you to remember that you are beautifully and fearfully and wonderfully made. And when times get hard, I want you to take time to soften those times when things become stressful in that salon. Step outside when you're performing a facial or a waxing service on your clients and in between clients, you are exhausted. Take a break, step outside, take five minutes, have something to drink, have a piece of fruit, listen to some inspirational music, do something to shift the way you are feeling because you deserve that. And always remember If you feel like your business is not flowing, your business is not growing, your clientele is not growing, take some time, block off some time, time block to reassess your business, time block to see if maybe you need some more training. Create time within your schedule in case you have to course correct and redesign so that you don't throw in the towels prematurely. And speaking of prematurely, don't allow yourself to not grow. When you, when you find yourself feeling out of sorts, when your mindset is all over the place, where, where there's no congruency in your life, no congruency in your day, and you feel scattered, Don't allow yourself to throw in the towel. Take some time to assess. Take some time to maybe plan a vacation. Take some time to maybe plan a staycation. Do whatever you have to do to bring yourself back in alignment. And know that that it's okay. Know that that is something that you absolutely deserve. I hope you got something from this episode today. If you did, then I want you to let me know by sending me a direct message, either on Instagram or on Facebook. 
And another thing I want you to do, I want you to be sure to subscribe to this podcast. I want you to take the time as a beauty industry professional to write a review and give me a five-star rating wherever you listen to podcasts. This allows my podcast to, to keep growing and keep thriving. This allows me to keep bringing you information, content that I believe will serve you. I also want you to let me know what you want to know. I am here to serve you. You are on my list. You are on the top of my list. So for more of me, follow along at Rollerset to Mindset on my new Instagram page and at Angela B. Fuller on YouTube, on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. I'll see you at 6 a.m. on Wednesday for what I call a fresh squeezed dose. It's something I give you. It's content I give you to help get you over hump day, to help get you through the rest of the week. And listen out for me on Sunday for another episode of Roller Set to Mindset. Okay? Bye! Mwah.